Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the book of Ephesians. We're actually in the fifth chapter now. So remember what we've seen at this point in time. The first three chapters of Ephesians uh, give us insight into who we are in the Lord and who He is and what He has done for us. Uh, Passages which uh, you can literally and we should dwell in for the balance of our corporeal existence. This entire book is like that. And then the last three chapters, chapters 4, 5, and 6, give us understanding as how we live this out. The old adage, how do you walk the walk you talk? And in the fourth chapter, we saw that we are one with one another. And because of that, we need to live a particular kind of way and act a particular kind of way. Now, the fifth chapter, and remember, the chapter division and diversification is all man-created. And it's useful. No doubt it's useful to be able to have a verse in this kind of stuff. But the original flow of thought sometimes is interrupted. But here in this case, the first word of the first <laughs> verse of chapter 5 is, Therefore... And so, again, we see this, therefore, and we ask the question, what is it there for? Well, it means in light of what we've seen up to this point in time. Okay, uh, Paul is building an argument. He's building a presentation. He's showing us some things. So, verse 1, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. Be imitators of God as beloved children. Uh, all the um, modern translations of ESV and the Lexham that I'm looking at right now say be imitators. The King James says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Uh, the idea uh, is that of following somebody, but you're following by imitating them. Okay. In other words, do what God does, imitate him. Now, that's interesting because we are told from the very beginning when we were created that we were created uh, in the image of God, yes, but it means so much more than that. It literally means that we are imagers of God, particularly those of us who are believers, okay, who have the Most High God dwelling within us, that we are imagers of Him. And we're to imitate God as beloved children. Now think of that. You know how it is when children will imitate you? And if you have children or grandchildren, you've seen that happen in some way, for better or for worse. More often than not, it usually strikes our attention initially when one of our children does something negative and we realize, wait a minute, that's exactly what I do. That's the way that I, I speak. That's the way I act. That's the way I react. <laughs> in other words, they are simply, and usually it's at a younger age, so they're not doing it consciously, they are doing it unconsciously. They are imitating us. And we go, oh, my, you know, I've got to quit saying that word. I've got to quit acting that way. I've got to quit reacting in that way. Our goal with our children is that they would imitate us in the right way. The same thing here. He's saying imitate God and do so as beloved children. Well, he sort of fleshes this out and tells us how to do that. The first two verses are one sentence. So, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, verse 2, and walk in love just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a fragrant aroma. Oh, me. 
So he's touching upon some things right here that um, the people that were reading this that are Jewish background really understood what they were saying. Even the, uh, the Gentile believers, which are probably make up the bulk of who was listening to this, would understand because they had sacrificial systems, a false sacrificial system, but they've sacrificed to their false gods. And so what's he saying here? Don't lose sight of the big thing. Be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love. So there's two commandments here, to be imitators of God. How do we do that? By walking in love. That's what he's calling us to do, folks, as believers to walk in love. Well, what kind of love? Well, he throws down the trump card right here. Just as Christ also loved you. We're to walk in love with one another, before one another, in the same way that Christ loved us. And then he continues, and gave himself up for us. Okay? Gave himself up for us as an offering, the sacrifice to God, as a fragrant aroma. Now just think of all that they already knew that he's already described in the first three chapters about what Christ has done for us. He set aside himself. He offered himself to Christ. Here it's described as a fragrant aroma, a pleasing sacrifice, a sweet-smelling savor, as the King James says, to the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ did that of his own volition. We are to love in the same way that he loved. He loved us even when we were unlovely. He loved us even when we were doing things that didn't even know who he was or cared nothing about him. He still loved us. How much more are we to love the body of Christ? I remember the context of everything that's been seen here in Ephesians is the body functioning together as uh, one, okay, fellow believers. Okay, these are true believers. Now, are we to love those in the world? Uh, absolutely, we are. But the way that we love one another, spirit unto spirit, because we have the Holy Spirit in us, is a totally different thing. So he says, you know, do the same thing. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. We are to walk in that way with one another. We're to give ourselves up for one another. We're to walk in humility. Okay? We're to walk in self-sacrifice. Jesus did it as an offering and a sacrifice to God. We are to love one another in the same way. It is an offering and a sacrifice to God. And I think it sort of gives us insight into the fact that sometimes it's hard to do this. We are called to love at all times, but sometimes people can be unlovely. Sometimes we are the chief of those who are being unloving, okay? And so he's saying, no, you need to do this. You need to walk in love in the same way that Jesus loved you. How did he do that? How did he do that? He gave himself up. It's an offering. It's a sacrifice to God, but this is pleasing. Now, not this kind of uh, soulish kind of thing. Well, okay, some people will say, well, I love them. I know I have to love them, but I don't like them. No, that's foolishness, okay? You're only lying to yourself and to the Spirit. We must truly love. Sometimes people say, well, I love them, but, you know, I want to stay a distance from them. I'm not going to have anything to do with them. Well, that's probably not. Anytime you come along and say, God, I will do this, but, you know, you got a problem. You're not really doing what the Lord has called us to do. May, may there be conflicting uh, emotions within you? Oh, absolutely. But the wondrous thing about this is that we, as we walk in love in the way that Christ did, the Lord will work 
out in us what he's wanting to do. He will work out in the others what he's wanting to do because we're each and every one given of ourselves as offering the sacrifice to God. We're giving love to one another. See how that works? So we're walking in love. We're walking in humility. We're walking in uh, setting uh, the other above ourselves. And the Lord receives this as a fragrant offering. And then you'll find that the emotions, then you'll find that the things that we're distracting and all this kind of stuff will fall by the wayside because we're walking in the way that he said in the fourth chapter. We're walking in the oneness of who we are. Remember, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. We're walking in that oneness. It's not just something that we declare by word, but it's something that we're doing by deed, and it will transform you. It'll transform the body of Christ. It'll transform the communities where we are if we will simply do this. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you again for being with me. Uh, do go to my webpage. It's just dalemore.tv, and you'll see the podcast there. You can access it there. Uh, I do a daily blog there. I just posted a Bible study from last night and today. We just started Hebrews, so you can join in with that if you want to. There's also a place there, a Patreon link, to where if you want to support and everything we're do doing, you can do it there. I'll see you next time.